Okay, Siad Shema, we're going to continue. I think we read it last week, I think, page 123, but we're going to start again to read through it. And I was thinking that something that we have to understand, which I think we do, is that perhaps the greatest battle of our life the biggest fight for territory is a big machlokas in our life. And we know we have the Nefesh HaLokis, the Nefesh Bahamas. It's two opposing teams fighting for one goal. What's the goal? What's the Nefesh HaLokis fighting for? What's the Nefesh Bahamas? What are, they, what are they fighting for? The heart. The heart of a person. That's the fight. That the middle part of the person, the central, the heart, which is the central center of the person... That's everything in life goes based on a person's heart. But the heart takes commands, takes information from other parts of the body, from the outside stimuli, outside situations. And therefore we have to, we have to learn, we have to understand <clears throat> how to utilize what we have to take control of the heart. Because... I'll speak to people, and I know for myself as well, is that you ask a person, you know, how are you doing? How are you doing? He doesn't want to know. Very simple question. How are you doing? Okay? So now, if we'd stop for a second, now the person can answer the question based on, you know, how much money he made today. He can answer the question on, was he productive today, and he can answer the question based on how he's feeling right now. Now, let's say you have a guy, for a second, let's say you have a guy, towards the end of the day, he was productive, he made, he made money today, let's just say, but right before you ask him the question, he got into a fight with a person. Let's just say it's a situation, he got into a fight with a coworker, maybe his wife on the phone, whatever it may be, and he hangs up the phone, he's a little bit ruffled by it. And you go to the guy, how are you doing? And he goes, not good. Not good. Why is he not good? What do you mean? He made money today. He was productive today. It's pretty good. No? But you ask him right now, how are you doing? What is he answering based on? He's answering how he's feeling right now. Right? That's, that's usually what will happen. He's fe- a minute ago, before he was on the phone, he was feeling good. Why? He was productive and he made some money. Feels good. So if you would have asked him one minute before on the phone call, how are you doing? He'd be like, great. It was a great day today. You ask him one second after the phone call, how are you doing? Not so good. Just got into a fight. I don't feel good. Just... You tell the guy, yeah, but, but didn't you make all this money? Yeah, I know. But yeah, it was good, but I, I'm, not fe- I'm not feeling good right now. So this is a general statement, of course, but generally it's true is that a person, minute to minute, hour to hour, day to day, is going to define himself, his life, his situation, and how he feels. Which is not generally true. It's, it's not, it, it's very often it's check it. Because really, the guy did well today. It was a one second situation. If he'd be able to stop, and he'd, he'd be able to analyze himself, one second, let's, let's think about that question for a second. Usually we don't think. We just react. We just respond. 
But if you take a minute and you say, listen, okay, right now I'm not feeling so good. I just got off the phone call with this person. I got into a fight, right? But I did. He goes into thinking mode. But I, but I did well today and I was pretty productive today. You know what? I'm actually doing pretty good. How many people do that? It's rare. But isn't it true? Isn't that the way we should be living? We usually, we, we, we answer, we react, we live at this, like this, what are this, what's the lesson, the seat of our pants? What's that? Uh, mm-hmm. Based on how you're feeling that second. And very often, that's, that's really sheker. It's not really taking into account the full picture. So the battle of our lives is really to take control of the heart. Now, on one hand, you have, now let's get back to Bitochem. On one hand, you have the hands that have to go and do. That's the life. The legs go and the hands do. We have to go be productive. We have to go learn, daven, work, do all the things we have to do. If you don't, if you don't think clearly, say Stama guy, he doesn't know Shabbat Tachon, he, he just goes through life. Regular guy. Nothing wrong going through life, doing his thing, working, even doing spiritual things. His hands, what he's doing, is going to take control of his heart. Again, we're not talking about necessarily a deep thinker. Of course, he's thinking all day long, but it's not proactive thinking. He's just, he's doing, he's going to work, making phone calls, paperwork, whatever he's doing. So he's going to come to the realization, I mean, his life is dependent on what I do. Is how I feel. How I feel is what I do. It's going to be this, this low-level cycle going back and forth. And then, because he's basing his feelings on his work, well, now he has full responsibility of what happens. So therefore, if the work today doesn't go well, his entire system now goes down. Because his heart follows his hands. This is a true statement. After the actions, goes a person's heart. It is true. Chazal even speak about it. So if you only have your actions and your heart, you're going to be in a roller coaster life. Because you are doing, memela, you're feeling, you're feeling, and then you only do based on what you feel, right? Today, for the first half of the day, this happens also in sports all the time, you, you didn't perform well. All right, work, davening, sports, the range of everything. Mimela, you don't feel good because we're basing our feelings based on our actions. Now, what happens to a person who doesn't feel good? How does he act in the next five minutes based on how he feels? So usually he doesn't do well. He doesn't feel well. Mimela, he does worse. He feels worse. He does even worse. He feels even worse. Hey, buddy, how are you feeling today? Horrible. A truck hit me. Because his whole day was a cycle of bad, right? There was no real brain work in there. So the hands took control. And also, he thinks, Because I feel based on how I act, I have the full responsibility of everything I do today. And therefore, I'm stressed about it. And therefore, I struggle. And therefore, I can even be depressed the entire heart is going to go after the work of the hands. Right? That's not, that's not bitachon at all. That's the Nevesh Bahamas taking control. It's Esav taking control of your heart. Esav is the always, he's the, he's the Baal HaAsiyah. Esav, Asiyah. 
Your whole life is based on what you do, therefore you feel, therefore you act. And now you're not, you're not with Yaakov Avinu, you're not with the Kaddish Baruch. And that's why a person feels bad. He feels stressed, anxious. Because the full responsibility, the full responsibility, I'll say that word properly, the full responsibility, the full achrais is on him to take care of the Parnassar, to take care of whatever he's taking care of. Why? Because he does and he feels and he feels and he does and he does and he feels. And he feels and he... So you're in that cycle and, there, and therefore you're not going to be able to become. <clears throat> Unless things are objectively good. Oh, I made money. I feel good. I feel good. I'll make more money. That doesn't always happen. But if we can have a koach of thinking of machshava to balance us out, to set ourselves properly, proper thinking, bitachon thinking, who runs the world? Kaddish Baruch Hu. Who's the one who's running this situation right now? HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Is he doing it for the best? He's doing it for the best, even if I don't see it. There's nothing that I can really do. There's nothing I can really affect unless he decides that it should be that way. I can do, I could do a shtadlis. I could put my power, my koach, my energy, my hands, my legs, my thinking, my emotions, I could put it into something but I can never actually make the thing go. The bottom line, that's not up to me. I can put all my koach into something and a Kodesh Baruch decides yes or no. I can put none of my koach in and a Kodesh Baruch could decide yes or no. So it's not really dependent on my hands. I have to do, but nothing is dependent ultimately on my hands and therefore it's not my responsibility. My responsibility is to do the means, is to do what, what's normal but I have no achrayas on the ends. And everything that does end up to be is exactly what a Kaddish Baruch wants. And therefore, it doesn't have to be a cycle of what I do is how I feel, how I feel is how I do. Because even if I do poorly, even if I do poorly, then I start to think, wait, but a Kaddish Baruch wanted it that way. And a Kaddish Baruch is always good. And everything in my life really is truly good. And I don't have to be Falling, I don't have to fall down based on how my hands did today. The bitachon mindset, the thinking, can lift a person's heart. It can take control of the heart. This is what's going on in Shai Bitachon. Even though a person might live his, <clears throat> his life f- feeling low, bitachon says, trust in the Kaddish Baruch and you can feel, you take control of the heart, you can feel good, you can feel happy, you feel calm, even when the doing, even when the doing is not doing well. Isn't that, isn't that what Bitochem is doing? It's the control of the heart. We have to set, we have to understand, we have to know, we have to learn the safer, we have to know, and then we have to bring it into our lives. Before the day starts, during the day, and after the day. When a person starts to inject the proper ways of thinking, then he's always, he, he can, not always, but he has a much better chance of feeling good just because how he thinks. Who cares how today went? You could ask the person, go back to the original muscle. He did, you know, he, he was produced, he produced well. He made some money today. He got the phone call and now he's feeling bad. You say, hey, how you doing? So we have a Bobby talking over here. So he stops, he says, one second, let me think about this for a second. You know what? Kodesh Bochel runs the world. He doesn't even go to the money. Kodesh runs the world. I'm alive today. Happened to be, I also produce well. 
you know, doing pretty well. I, but didn't you just get into that fight with that person? Shouldn't you, you know, feel all rough? It's true, I did, but I'm above that. I could think, I heard a line once, I forgot where exactly I heard it, think above where you feel. Because very often we feel based on the Nefesh Bahamas, which is inappropriate, which is a test, which is Esav. Think, Yaakovinu, Nefesh Elukis, Bitochen, think above where you feel. I'm good. Even if you have a person, he didn't produce well today. He didn't necessarily make the money today. And he got into a fight at the end of the day. Whatever was an altercation. And then you ask the guy, how are you feeling today? So, uh, someone who's really been living in the world of Bitochen, it might take him a second or two, but if he's true to Bitochen, he'll be able to say, you know what? It was, objectively, it wasn't, it didn't go my way today, but, there's a Boreolim, but, I was alive today, but, there's tomorrow, I don't have to define my entire day based on these few hours, I have kids, you know, he could see the bigger picture. He doesn't have to go home feeling like a schlub, because of a few things that happened that one day. Yeah? Is it fair to say, because I once heard from somebody when someone says, how are you? It means, how's your learning? How's your davening? Is it fair to say when somebody says, how are you? You base it on whether you learned, whether you daven, how's your Yiddish kind of doing today? Is that a fair assessment? That's in your hands? Is, is, that, is that a fair way of looking at life? I'm not, that's not... I'm, relevant way? Or? You know, when everybody says, how are you doing? You know, what's the, what's the classic answer? Baruch Hashem. So, the, what, so we're basically saying the same thing. Nobody wants to die. But the answer, but what we have to do is actually mean it. Right? The point is, is to actually mean it. Everybody says Baruch Hashem Chaz because everybody's a ma'amun. Everybody believes. Ma'aminim b'nei ma'aminim. We're all ma'aminim b'nei ma'aminim. How are you doing, Baruch Hashem? So why do you sound so not Baruch Hashem? Because he's lacking bitachon. Emunah he has. There's a bariolam. But he doesn't have the rest of what's going on. So if we have bitachon, we could say Baruch Hashem with Baruch Hashem. Yeah, but didn't all those things happen to you today? Yeah. So what? What, so there's no God? So God's not good because of those things that happened? The guy's like, oh yeah, you're right. Baruch Hashem. So that's what's going on over here, that we have this. That's why there's a two-part process constantly that the Shara Bitochen is teaching us. That whatever aspect of life we're dealing with, we always have to go in with the hands. We have to do a shtadlis. The Kaddish Baruch wants us to do a shtadlis. It's a mitzvah to do a shtadlis. It's a mitzvah. And you're a poshe, you're negligent if you don't. And you're a, you're, a, you're a murderer if you don't look both ways before you cross the street. You have to do your shtadlis. But at the same time, before this, the doing and after the doing, you have to remember, there's a bariolam, he's good, he loves me, he's taking care of me. All the areas of the Shabbat Shalom taught us. You have to keep running through it in your head. You don't stop until it's so ingrained in you that it's second nature. But until then, keep running through the beginning of the Sefer again and again. Before the day, during the day, after the day. This is the way you, you become Bala That's not from reading a, a, you know, a good story once in a while. Oh, Hashem saved the day. It's true. Of course it's true we saved the day. Obviously. But that's not going to help me necessarily when I'm you know, 3.30 in the afternoon when I'm on a, uh, on a difficult phone call. That story might not come to me. But if a person sets his life based on Shara B'Tachan and, he's, and he's, he's going through the motions, thinking again and again and again, this is how we download into our system. Okay.
Fine. Right. Okay. Let's so let's go through page one twenty three again. We're just going to read it rapidly. Who kamosh amar bechayim v'maves kainom or bechiv v'tiyasibos habrius v'hamazon v'hamalbush v'hadir v'hamidus tovus alharchik shekenegdan. Just as we have said regarding life and death, that a person is obligated to be concerned about his life and distance himself from danger, you have to do the proper shtadlus. So too, we will say regarding a person's obligation to pursue, pursue means to remain healthy. The means to obtain food, clothing, shelter, positive character traits, and to distance those things that stand in the way of their obtainment. You need to do proper ishtadlis for all of the things we need in life. Im beir emunoso. So that do, use your hands. Go to work. Do what you need to do. Im beir emunoso kiasibos ein mo'ilos oso bezet klum barach. These efforts are necessary despite a person's strong conviction, mind, thinking that these means do not help him whatsoever, were it not for the Creator, may he be blessed who decreed such. I cannot affect anything with my hands, but Kaddish Baruch did not decree, decree it to be so. So you have the hands moving, but get the mind going at the same time that the hands are going. Most of us, what happens, they do, 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 and when things eventually don't work out a week, two weeks, a month later, then you're like in crisis mode. Oh no, oh, but there's a burial, and there's a burial, and then you start going to Pitachan mode. Why are we going into Bitochem mode only as a crisis, as an SOS, as an emergency, as a 911? Bitochem should be with us every moment of the day. That's what the Savior is teaching us. Bitochem is not just a, a, a lifeline, a buoy or whatever, a lifesaver in the, in the boat when you're, when you're drowning in the ocean. Bitochem is every, it's how you live life. Pick any job you want. This is just this is just the example he gave. For example, a landowner. Pick any other job. He must plow his land, clean it from thorns, sow it, irrigate it. If water becomes available to him, he has to do the avoda. You gotta make the phone calls. You have to do the paperwork. You have to, you have to do something. At the same time, he must rely on the Creator. But to have, at the same time, where is your head? It might be difficult every single second. Of course, it's hard. But before you start the day, maybe once in a while, stop for a second during the day, just to set your brain. A few times a day, all the work that I've done until now, the work that I'm going to do, it's all Yad Hashem. It's my Yad, but it's truly Yad Hashem. And at the end of the day. So at the same time, you must rely on the Creator. Trust, have bitachon. May be blessed to bring forth the produce from the ground. To protect it from disasters. To make the produce plentiful. And then it be blessed by the Creator. He must not forsake the land without working on it or sowing it. You can't just leave it. Relying on the decree of the Creator that the land will sprout forth vegetation without his previously having sowed it. You can't sit in your bed and saying, oh, if, the, if, if Hashem decrees it to be, the business will come to me. Maybe, maybe in a certain point of a person's life he can get to that. A person who's already been a Bible talking, who's already been working in a certain company for a long time, whatever it may be, there is a certain madrega that a Kaddish Baruch gets us to where the business does come to you. Re- remembering full well that a Kaddish Baruch is the one who's sending it to you. But at the beginning of our voda, we have to, we have to do what's appropriate and while you're doing, go and do, continue to think properly, reliance, amunah, bitachon, and the Kaddish Baruch. V'chein ba'li ha'malach v'ashchirev 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 v'
Similarly, this principle applies to other types of craftsmen, merchants, and paid workers. They are obligated to pursue their livelihood while at the same time relying on God that their sustenance is in His hands and control. We have to get this into our heads. It's the same time. Heshtadlis is only within the realm of Bitachon. We even do Heshtadlis based on how much Bitachon we have. Never separate the two. There's never a moment where you're doing where you can't also believe in a Kaddish Baruch And you're supposed to. You're obligated to. And that he is responsible. Hashem is responsible to provide the person with his livelihood. He is able to fully provide him with it. Kaddish Baruch could provide anybody with anything at any time in any way he wishes. You might think, well, it's, the money's going to come from this place. Kaddish Baruch says, but it's not. But it's not. So, oh, so, well, Kaddish Baruch, if, you, if, if the money's not going to come from the way that I'm putting my energy in, so I'm going to stop putting my energy in. No. Put your energy in where you think Kaddish Baruch wants you to put your energy. Because, again, like we've said, when a person goes to work, let's say, the tachlis of going to work is not to make money. It's funny, right? That's not the purpose of going to work. The purpose of going to work is because a Kaddish Baruch wants us to grow in that place. Because it's a test for us. A spiritual inner test. Most often, he does send the Parnassah that way. But he doesn't have to, and that's not what we should be thinking necessarily. It's hard. I know this is, these are hard, subtle things to think. But the reason we go to Parnassah, the reason why we go to work is because a Kaddish Baruch wants us to go to grow. I can add two things to that if you let me. You, well, let's drink a coffee. Baruch Atah. Someone said to me once, it's a very important topic, what we just said, because to, to digest it and understand that you have to... I'm just elucidating on it. You're like, you're like art scroll. Great. They elucidate. Yeah, they yeah, elucidate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, so now I have an art scroll commentator. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> yeah, elucidate me, please. <clears throat> you have to go to whatever you do Somebody said to me, you have to do it in a Jewish way. If you do it with a Jewish concept, whatever, everybody has a different Jewish concept, but it's Jewish. There's a certain soul to it. And the second thing is, if you do it with the faith, with the uh, touching that you're doing it, the money is a secondary issue. The money will find you. In other words, first you have to do it, like it, I believe, like it said here, which, you know, we read it and skim over it. If God gives us the land, that's okay, I gave you the land. Now, you first, before God's going to show his graciousness to you, you have to plow it, you have to remove the rocks. That's your job. He did his job, he gave you the land. Now you have to remove it. Now I'm going to show you because you stepped forward. Or you could use the same thing as Moshe Rabbeinu stepping into the Red Sea. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? I got a bear. What? You'll step in. You'll see what I. Oh, you don't trust me? Oh, okay. Then you won't see. Right. This is this is, this uh, is deep. Mean, so, trust. Uh, right. But the the ikka of, of of what I was told, which I find and it stayed with me. Whatever you do, 
you have to do it. It's a Jewish way of doing it. Good, so the derech, the way that we are doing everything Jewish is to bring God into it. That's the, that's the best. Not just to wear a yarmulke and do it in a Jewish way like that, which is also good, but the deepest Jewish way is to bring God into every single second as much as you can. Before, during, and after. So <clears throat> he says here in, in the note here, or the, whatever the note, I don't know what you call it, on the one hand, on page 125, on the one hand we must engage in natural means to obtain our livelihood. But on the other hand, we must realize that nature alone is not the source of our income. It is merely a vessel of God's blessing, which is the true source of our livelihood. Right? So we have two hands, on one hand and the other hand, but they're all connected to the brain, they're all connected to a Kaddish Baruch So a person, like we said before, has to set his mind all the time. Don't wait for situations. There's, there's could be four parts to the day. You could have, before the day starts in a general way. Kajbarako, Modani, you wake up. Today, whatever happens today is from you. There's nothing to talk about. That, that's, a, that's an emesthetic statement. Whatever happens today is from you. But, you want me to do. So I'm going to go do. But whatever happens is from you. Sandwich. Then you go to work. So now you're in the, the details of the day. Or you go to the doctor. Or you're walking outside. Or you're dealing with your kids. HaKadosh Baruch Whatever happens is from you. And it's the best, as much as you want to put in there. And it's great. And it's tailor-made for me. But you want me to deal with this situation. So I'm going to deal with this situation. But however it comes out, it's all good. It's from you. Then, after the day is over, you go back to Chloe. Whatever happened today, it was all from you. And it's exactly the best for me, even if I don't see it. But I believe and I trust in you that this was how it was supposed to happen. Maybe you want me to work harder tomorrow in a certain area. But whatever happened was for the best. Again, you said many times. Sometimes things didn't go well that day. It was bad. That doesn't mean it was really bad. It was a way, it was a way of a Kaddish Bible saying, I want you to put a little bit more Ishtadlis in. You didn't remove all the rocks from the field. And that's your job, so go do that. And if you do do that, then the Shefa will flow. But that doesn't mean we have the full control. We're doing the Ishtadlis with our hands. At the same time, believing and trusting in a Kaddish Baruch that whatever happens and how it happens is ultimately from him. A person can be happy the whole day. Even if things... There's, we don't define how the day went anymore. What, what can come from this if you really do it? How's your day? Every single day is amazing because every single day, everything happened according to Kodesh Bone. Everything is exactly the way it was supposed to be. We don't need to go into details about did we make, did we not make, did it go my way? Was there traffic? Was there no traffic? Were the kids good? Were they not good? It doesn't matter because everything is exactly the way it's supposed to be and tomorrow will also be. That doesn't mean we, we close our eyes and just go through life with our eyes closed. That doesn't make any sense. Everybody knows that. Of course you have to make adjustments sometimes. But that's Hashem's Ratzon. So make an adjustment. So what? Great. This is the way, day after day, day after day, you download into the system. Remember the, uh, <laughs> for those who, who, who have been, I mean, everybody here seems to be a little bit older, a little young, but it used to be when, when the internet just came, just came in, to download like one, you know, picture of something, it could take like a whole day. Remember this? In eight hours, 45 seconds. It took forever. But nowadays, it takes three seconds. 
back in the day, you learned Savlanas. And you had to wait. You had to learn how to wait. You, 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 know, you go to sleep, and you wake up the next morning. Oh, and that document that had like 10 words on it finally downloaded. When we're downloading, when we're downloading into our brains, into our heart, it's not the new, what's it called? The new way of downloading? ISO? What, what are they? IOS? I, FIOS? Or whatever they're saying. You know, the fancy, fast stuff. It's not like that. It's, it's dial-up. The way we download into our system, into our shkafa sechaim, into our in the way of thinking and programming ourselves is dial-up. Because every day you got to dial-up and you have to sit on the phone. You know the sound? You remember, everyone knows that sound. We go back old school. That's the way. That's the only... If we, the problem is that we try to download into our systems the same way technology downloads nowadays. It's never going to work. It's not going to work. I'm telling you. We all try to download based on the speed of technology because we think if technology could do it, then we can do it. It's not how Kaddish Baruch made it. In the brain you can, but not in the heart. That never changed. Heart is always dial-up. The brain could, could go fast like the technology. Okay. 125. Here we go. Every, every step of the way, the Chobos of Obos is trying to train us how to think it's about the heart and it's about the mind. Every step of the way, every moment of your life, and when situations change, every second you have a chance to either Believe and trust in a Kaddish Baruch Hu, or not. Right? Every single moment. Does everybody have that choice? We don't think about it, but every moment you could believe this moment is from God or it's not from God. Yes? Could be all or nothing. We hope that in the subconscious, it's, we believe in God. Now what happens? A person goes to work. Now he went to do the thing Hashem wants him to do. He did it with the mindset that this is what Hashem wants me to do. Right? And he even believes that whatever comes to be is what Hashem wants. Now, that was all before work and during work. What happens the second after work? If his sustenance is obtained, right? So it worked. He made the money. The, the, the medicine worked. Whatever it may be, he got the clothing or whatever it is. Let's just say it's the pranasa here. That's the example he's using. It went. If his substance is, substance, if his sustenance is obtained through one of the means in which he involved himself, whatever the job it is, it is not fitting for him to rely on that particular means to provide for him. Every moment a person does well in business, if he doesn't catch himself, he will automatically start to rely on that which he just did. Look, I put my koach into accounting. Accounting made me money. Automatically he starts to, start to become reliant. This is where my parnasa comes from. A minute ago, he just said, HaKadosh Baruch Hu decides everything the way it's going to go today. And now I'm only doing because that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants me to do. It's all HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But the second you make a dollar, the ace of inside starts to pull you towards that thing. Away from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's automatic. You have to, the saying, catch yourself. That's why we have to constantly have these tefillahs and these, this way of thinking. Every day, every night. 
No, whatever happens today is not from this thing. It's from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He just chose this to be the way. That simple cognitive work neutralizes the koach of Esav, of koach of Nefesh Bahamas, the koach of Kfira. Because a person who constantly, even if he, at the beginning of the day, he has Modani Fanecha, Melechavikayam, by the end of the day, he might be totally in a world with money, with clients, with, with that job. It's, it was a, many hours since he was with Modani, Lefanecha, Melechavikayam. So you don't even realize how slowly you can pull a person away. So you have to, so to download Bitoch, and people, I'm telling you, people don't realize. The Chavaz of Ovas, the guidebook. He's telling you exactly how to think. You really want to trust? You want to be a person who's happy and who's calm and who's tranquil even when the world is shaking? Make sure that after you make a few bucks, you, you catch yourself and you say, it's a Kaddish Baruch. Don't start relying on that thing. And to rejoice in them. Don't, I'll read it again. It is not fitting for him to rely on that particular means to provide for him and to rejoice in them. To obsess with them. How much could a person speak about work? It's, it, the, the more you talk about something, that's really where your heart is, right? So you have the bubbies, their heart's always with the, kid, with the grandkids. So that's all they're talking about. You know, ad nauseum to sometimes. Like, okay, I also have grandkids, you know? Work, that's, that's mainly what people speak about. For, not people here, but in the, in the world. That's all they're talking about. Why? Because that's where their heart is. So they obsess over them. Because they rely on it. That's what they think their life the life is Parnassa, Parnassa is life. This job is my Parnassa, therefore it's my life, therefore I'm going to speak about what I think is my life, is my Parnassa, my life, my, obsessively, again and again. And they pay more attention to them. Well, I made money, money's my life, this is the way I make money, so I have to put more time into this thing. Because I could have more life. Right? If money equals life, and I make money with this business, well, I want more life, so I'm going to put more time and effort into that thing that makes me more money which makes me more life and a person slowly drifts off into that place because he doesn't have the checks and balances of life for by doing so his trust in God will be weakened you can't have a partner with a Kaddish Baruch there is no partner to the burial he has messengers no partners I only trust and rely on a Kaddish Baruch I deal with I connect to his messengers, but never rely on them. Right? Yes? No? But we have to think like this. Actively. Because if you don't think of it actively, your heart is going to be taken by what your hands did that day. Like we started today. If you're not actively trying to raise yourself up from the way of thinking, from the Rabboni Shalom, Machshava, Bitochem, if you don't do that, your hands will take control of your heart. And therefore, you will feel based on what you did. Yes? Can I ask you a question? Sure. Theoretically, from what we're describing. That's what we're saying, right? We're saying that a person, that's why I said theoretically. How much, it, how much is practical? How much is theoretically? Can you do it? Can you, is that okay? 
okay, or are you saying now you're relying on Nisim? That's stupid. It's a very, that's a very, very packed question with a lot of details, and it's not. There's no one way to answer the answer. Of course, you could, but it, there are certain conditions to that. But, I, but now is not the catch me in the hallway afterwards. One twenty-five. He says. He says. <clears throat> Similarly, it is not fitting for him to think. Right, the mind is going. If you don't proactively put thoughts into your mind, your hands are going to take control of your heart, your heart is going to take control of your mind, and you're going to start thinking off. Similarly, it's not fitting for him to think that his occupation will help him more than Hashem has already decreed. That's where the thinking can easily go. I made money this way. Oh, this is great. Let me do this. Okay, Kaddish Baruch Thanks for giving me that idea to do this job. I'll be back later. My mincha time. I'll be back. This is for night seder. And then you go into the job and then you start to put all your efforts into that <clears throat> thinking that this is where my parnasa comes from so I put more effort in and I, maybe I can make a little a few more bucks than a Kaddish Baruch wanted. Because a Kaddish Baruch doesn't want me to have all this money for luxuries. He doesn't want that. He wants me to like live, uh, you know, pas melch tochel. He wants me to just have bread and water. But I, I, I want a little bit more than that. So let me put a little more time and effort in and I'll make a few more bucks than a Kaddish Baruch wants to give me, you know? That's crazy. That's crazy. He should not rejoice in his choice of this particular occupation or in his efforts to obtain it. Rather, he should thank the Creator who provided him with sustenance subsequent to his toil. And thank HaKadosh Baruch for helping you get into that occupation that you put yourself in. And hopefully it's that, the one that Hashem wants you to be in. Now, whatever, wherever you are is where He wants you to be. There's no question. You have to thank Him for that. And who didn't cause his toil and trouble to be for naught. Right? It could be that a Kaddish Baruch could make you go to work every single day and make you work your tail off and nothing could come from it. Okay, after six months you make one, one deal and, and you have enough money to live for the year. But for six months you're working without any, anything coming over your efforts. That's hard. That would be very difficult if a Kaddish Baruch made us do that. But he doesn't. Very often we see the fruits of our labor. Thank him for that. He didn't have to make it that way. As it is written, if you eat the toil of your hands, you are praiseworthy and is good for you. If Hashem lets you be fruitful in your labor, good for you. But be mo dalemis. Thank you, Baruch for that. Okay, we're going to read this line. I'm going to translate it. Don't jump on me. Then I'm going to just modify it a little bit. So I'm going to translate this now. I'm hoping that everybody understands it based on what we've already learned. But if not, I'll still modify it a little bit. <clears throat> one of the pious said, one of the chassidim said, I am amazed, which is not a good amazed, I am amazed that the person who gives his friend that which God has already decreed for him, the friend, the recipient, and subsequently the giver reminds the recipient of his kindness performed for him 
and asks to be thanked for it. I'm amazed at such a person. I am even more amazed at the person who receives his sustenance through another person who was forced to give it to him and then humbles himself in front of him. The receiver humbles himself in front of the giver, compliments him, and praises him. I just told you, relax. I know what you're going to think, what you're going to ask. So he's amazed, number one, at a giver giving and then demanding thanks and compliments. And he's amazed, in a bad way, at the receiver who praises and compliments the giver. Okay. Obviously, we understand that a Kaddish Baruch Hu made a world where he's the ultimate giver and he has a lot of messengers. The sugya we're discussing over here is we talk on reliance. Do we ever rely on the messenger? No. We only rely on a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Does a messenger, should you have proper midos and thank a messenger for his act of messagery? That's probably not a word. Of course. But don't lose yourself. Remember we had the, remember we we're gonna go way, way, way back. Anybody remember the muscle I gave? I know that's so vague. The Amazon driver. Remember the Amazon guy comes with your package and he gives it to you and you're saying, wow, and you go crazy thanking him, praising him. In the back of your mind, thinking that he's the one who gave it to you. Maybe he has another present for me in the, in the, in the truck. Maybe if I praise him enough, he'll give me another package. That's ridiculous. Because he's not the real giver. He's just a messenger. He can't give you any more packages from anybody else. Obviously. So for us to do the same thing to our boss, to some client, to some whatever organization, whatever it would be, to lose yourself in the compliments, thinking that they're the ones who gave it, and then to rely on them and praise them, that's what he's saying. Don't do that. You're losing yourself. Remember it came from Kaddish Baruch Hu, Thank the Bari Olam. But of course, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants you to thank this messenger who he sent. HaKadosh Baruch Hu sends messengers because they deserve a certain compliment. The messengers of good also must have done something to receive this. right? I, would li- I like to be the messenger of good news, not the messenger of bad news. It's a good thing. So therefore, of course, be, have proper midos. But don't lose yourself in that. And, this, and also the other way, if you're a giver, whether it's a giver of money, whether you're a boss, whether you're a father, whether you're a husband, whether you're a teacher, whatever you may be, you're giving, never for a second lose yourself that you're the real giver. How do you know if you lost yourself? When you start to demand thanks from people or you get upset at them that they didn't thank you. This happens all the time. Why are you so upset? Because they, they this, this person is not a car so tough, what I did for them. They didn't thank me enough. This could be in all the social situations I just explained. Why, why are you demanding a thanks? Well, do you know what I did for them? Then you stop the person. You know what a Kaddish Baruch did for you? You couldn't have done anything for them had a Kaddish Baruch not allowed you to and ordered you to and gave you the opportunity to. You're just a messenger. The Amazon driver is going to demand compliments from the guy you get a package to? That would be silly. Of course, the recipient can and should thank, and the messenger could appreciate what he's done as a messenger. But when you start to feel that people are not appreciating what you're doing for them, you're thinking that you're God. That's what it comes down to. 
and you're losing yourself. And you know how many problems with Midos are because of this? Because the person's not recognizing that they're just a messenger? And a Kodesh gave you the opportunity to be a messenger. And the pure the message you relay, the better the person you're going to be. Kodesh Baruch gives us opportunities to prove ourselves, our bitachon, sometimes through receiving, going to ring, get money. And no, Kodesh Baruch it's from you, it's from you, it's from you. But also to sometimes be in the other way, to be a giver. That's also a test. Do you rely on me or do you not rely on me? If you rely on me, then you're not going to demand respect and confidence from other people. Because you rely on me, Kodesh Baruch I'm the one who gives you the koach to do it. And it's for your good that I'm doing this for you. It's for your good. Like Rabbi Yekiva said, the people who need tzedakah, as Rabbi Kiva said to Turnus Rufus, Turnus Rufus says to Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva, if God loves your people so much, why does he make poor people? Rabbi Kiva said, what did Rabbi Kiva famously say back? We need the poor people because we need to learn how to give. It's not for the poor people. So we have to remember very clearly every step of the way to catch ourselves. Are we relying on a Kaddish Baruch Hu or are we relying on ourselves? Every step of the way matters. So we have to keep working with our mind to lift ourselves up. You can always lift yourself up if you put a Kaddish Baruch Hu there. If you put yourself at the head of the responsibility, I didn't do well today. I didn't perform well. I don't feel good. And then you just go into this low. And then you act low. But if we take, throw all that off. No. HaKadosh Baruch Hu runs the world. Everything is the way He wants. Everything is great. Even if I didn't perform well today, it's because that's the way He wanted it. I'm just doing the, the proper message today. We do that again and again and again. Before the day, during the day, after the day. We can raise ourselves up and be tachan. And mamash live lives like the Chavazos teaches us. So. Oh.